Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday Night Power Hour. I'm your host, Charlie Greifenkamp, and along with me today... Sam Vineyard and Jake Zelenis. And we're going to start every week, like we always do, with the NFL. We had the NFL Divisional Round this past weekend, and uh, let's just say it, it set us up for some pretty good um, AFC-NFC championship games, in my opinion. Uh, starting off with Packers... Beating the Rams Saturday afternoon, 32-18. to 18. We saw um, a Rams offense that couldn't get a whole lot going. Although, I'll give it to Jared Goff. I think he did an all right job concerning circumstances. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Uh, the Packers are just very good. I, I hate it. I hate it with all my might. But the Packers are most likely winning the NFC. I think they've got a really good shot at beating the Chiefs, or whoever they would play in the Super Bowl. I think that's all absolutely um, true. And and what really stuck out to me the most this game was Aaron Donald. It seemed like he wasn't even on the field. And, yes, I know, like, he obviously is getting double teamed and stuff, so he's doing more than what the stat sheet may show. Um, but it just it felt like he wasn't doing anything. Well, and he had the ribs. Yeah. He had broken ribs, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, they're pounding his ribs, I assume, which you can't really do much about that. Yeah, exactly. And and for the Packers, just to kind of go through a bit of their scoring, obviously Rodgers with the two, two passing touchdowns and then the one on the ground as well. Um, he should have had, I believe it was um, – Earlier in the game, he had Lazard deep downfield, which easily should have been a touchdown. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, the Devontae Adams and Jalen Ramsey matchup. Solid, like always. I would give it to Devontae Adams. I, I, I don't really know who to point the finger at on that touchdown. What were Devontae Adams' stats for that game? He had nine receptions for 66 yards and a touchdown. That's, I mean, that's really good. That's good Ramsey's against Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think it's pretty, you could call it either way in that game. Only 60 yards or whatever. Yeah, I, I feel like for a guy like Ramsey, though, I feel like you're expecting better. It look, like, obviously, Devontae Adams is one of the best, if not the best, route runner in the game right now. If, but if you look at uh, Ramsey's stats against wide receiver ones. Yeah, I like cons- he, locked, he locked down Metcalf. Exactly. I would think in Ramsey's mind he would consider this a a fail. Yeah. Well, he but, had 10 targets and 9 receptions. So I mean, yeah, looking at that that would definitely be a fail. Mm-hmm. You got to you got to break some of those up. I mean, also like you made the DK comparison, it's the difference between catching a guy who had the worst second half ever and Russell Wilson catching passes from him versus catching passes from the MVP as also Kind of something to take into the account. Um, the late Saturday game, Buffalo Bills handed it to the Ravens, seventeen to three. This uh, I thought this would be a lot more high scoring. Yeah, yeah both so did defenses I. came out and just shocked everyone. I think. Well, that's going to be huge for the Bills going into next week if they can play defense like that again. Or not? Wait, wait, wait. The Bills yeah. aren't playing them. My bad. My bad. No, the Bills are playing. The They're Bills playing won. the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I was about to say the Packers. But, oh, the, I mean, yeah. either way, that's going to be big for them to keep the defense rolling like that. Both are very yeah. high-scoring teams. That uh, pick was insane. Yeah, that was. pick was crazy. yards. Did you know that was the same guy at the combine who got socked yeah. in the head? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's awesome, actually. Uh, Lamar's injury obviously, obviously hurt him down the stretch. Um, Tyler Huntley, he, he, didn't, he didn't do a terrible job, but he had Marquise Brown down the sideline and Marquise Brown had the defender by, you know, four, four or five steps and should have been, a, should have been a touchdown to make it a one score game. I think it's just, it's as simple as that. Um, what is going to be interesting in this bills game um, is going to be how much they run, run the ball mm-hmm. because you're, you're, you're going up against, a very good defensive back in Tyran Matthew. And you, you need to kind of take some of the pressure off 
Josh Allen, who, who's obviously he's having his breakout season, but I, I, I don't know if Josh Allen's going to be able to throw the ball like 40, 45 times this game. And they, yeah. they, uh, they also signed Devonta Freeman, didn't use him at all. Uh, John Brown, big game, uh, eight for 62. And stat-wise, no, that's not really a big game, but for a guy that he was injured a lot of the year, and with the emergence of Stefan Diggs, I would consider that um, pretty solid game for him. Any last? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have to spread it out eventually. So, yeah, and- I, I I don't think there'll be that big of a problem for Allen finding receivers open. I think they just got so many weapons. Obviously, you can't really throw to Honey Badger, but you can throw other places. Yeah, and Cole Beasley was. Non-existent in that game. I, yeah, I don't know which if you is guys... surprising this year. I think he's like averaging like five or six catches a game. Yeah, at least I think. And Josh, it, it's just that, like you said, there's so many people surrounding Josh Allen that he yeah. can just throw it up to, and they're going to go and get it. Um, and I think these are the two most exciting teams in football that are going to be going up against each other. Yep, yeah, um, and two of the agree. most passionate fan bases. Yeah. Um, and then the Sunday, uh, late afternoon game, uh, the Browns gave the Chiefs a bit of a scare. Yeah, definitely. Especially with Mahomes going down. Yeah. Like, um, I actually everyone, thought, I thought was, the Browns were going to come back, actually. Yeah. Everyone was, like, saying that was a cheap shot. That was a clean hit. It was just unlucky. I yeah. think that was a very clean hit. Um, I also would like to talk about the, uh, Higgins fumble. That, that's just suck. I don't. I don't think you, he should have stretched out. I think he should have just taken down the one. I get you want to score and stuff, but yeah. I think. I think are. once it crosses the plane, it's a touchdown. And I don't know why that's not reviewable. I. I just, they, they weren't. They weren't it wasn't a, a touchdown. No, I know that, but why can't uh, they review that? Or like, I I disagree with the touchback rule there. I think they didn't take that out. What do you think it should be? Like a, I don't know. Fumble, like from where the ball came out, the ball should be placed there. Or like, I think they should at least like keep possession. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean, but then the other team doesn't really like get credit for forcing the fumble. But it, it keep in mind, it if it's, I believe I could be wrong, but if it's anywhere but the end zone, like the Browns would keep possession. (laughs) Yeah, and it, it, it that's just in the end zone. It wouldn't be considered. If I just, I just personally, I, I don't think. The refs really call it wrong. I think it's a rule issue. Yeah, me too. And I, the refs, the refs called it right. It's it's hard to call that. On yeah. The field. So there was a little uh, commotion, let's say, on Twitter after from um, some of Higgins' fellow NFL athletes. Derek Carr said, "Well, obviously that's the worst rule in football." Hashtag don't yeah. push effort. And I then Joe Mixon, hash or sorry, number one rule, coach, tell us don't be selfish and reach. I think uh, I think I kind of like Derek Carr. I, I think it's. I like, agree with the no reaching though. Like he was like still like three or four yards, but that that should have been targeting. Um, I think I think it yeah, 100% it was, should that, have been targeting. That's the difference between the Definitely. NFL. Like in the NCAA, in NCAA he would have been ejected because they would have reviewed it for targeting. They don't. They can't do that in NFL right now. They can't review for targeting. In Not the NFL? specifically for targeting. No, I didn't know that. I think it's. I think it's like. It's kind of twofold. It kind of exposes both rules. One, we talked about this last week, but like NCAA, you shouldn't be ejected for targeting the, yeah, but, the guy in Ohio State. No, yeah, I agree. Urbana. Clemson. We're both, I think. Yeah, well, it was Clemson then and Bama. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, I think it was pretty obvious that it was targeting to me. Oh, yeah. He lay with his head and it hit his head. Yeah, that's – I think it was – pretty obvious what should have been a targeting call and then the other thing two more things i believe in on that type of play there's no like you never hear nfl players saying oh you should never reach for the pylon like that if it's a touchdown you know what i mean it's like yeah it, it, well i feel like it like with the rule they have where literally only the ball has to cross the goal line that's kind of like that why people reach so often because even if you lose control if it crosses the touchdown i think 
if anything, they got to fix that. Like, keep that full control when it crosses, maybe. And then just get rid of the touchback thing. Mm-hmm. Or I just, I, I just think it's really the touchback thing. And then the other thing that I wanted to say, this was on that uh, Chiefs' last drive. Um, there was a chop block on – it might have been Yelder, one of the backup tight ends on the Chiefs. I think 15 yards for a chop block is not right. It's excessive. Yeah, I mean, they, they can, like, really affect the play, though, because you're basically eliminating a player. Yeah, but, like, 15 you, – you think of 15 yeah, like yards, 10 or five, like, five or 10. being a P.I. or, like, a, uh, Anthony Miller yeah, open hand in the face or yeah. mm-hmm. targeting whatever. I just think, like, Yelder, he, he didn't have, like, malicious intent. He just, no, just, no. It was just a play. That's what he's designed to do that, but – and then uh, maybe like a ten yard would be reasonable. Yeah, and then sorry to backtrack a little bit, but there was a uh, there was a roughing call in the uh, Bills game. It was against the Ravens, and it obviously, uh, it, it, I mean, it's obviously a fifteen yarder, but it took the roughing Bills. the passer was terrible, dude. I just think that that is it's, the worst, second worst. It's role. like too way too soft, way too soft. Like you touch the guy, like. There's no like they're trying to protect the quarterbacks, whatever. They're you're not gonna get like injured most of the time because you get hit. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it, it's not like those guys can stop. It's like yeah, a guy at three hundred and ten like, pounds like, moving yeah, full three, speed, three ten full speed. You ain't stopping. It's just that's that's not right. Uh, back to the Chiefs game. Obviously, Mahomes with the uh, I believe that they deemed it maybe not to be a concussion. It was like a, a tweaked nerve. nerve yeah. Yeah, and, uh, I'm looking at it right now. Andy Reid said that he was, um, like, in good spirits or whatever afterwards. And I, I would be – I saw something. It was um, concussions on average in the NFL take 19 days to recover from. There's no way he doesn't I think play. Mahomes is back out on the field this week, without a doubt. Yeah. He's still, they're saying he's still in protocol, though. He didn't go to practice today. So, is he in concussion protocol or yeah. is it a different he's protocol? In concussion protocol. Nerve? Concussion. Okay. So he still has to face all the same, like, testing yeah. that you would mm-hmm. for – okay. I didn't know that. So, Chad Henney, I, I – that third and 14 play was amazing. Anything is possible. <laughs> 35 years old, and he is scrambling for 13 and a half yards, going head first for the pylon and – or not the pylon, the, the first down. And – He's a yard short, and then the peace of mind of Andy Reid to throw on fourth down <laughs> yeah. is incredible. Yeah, like the memes, like the size of his balls. Or yeah, it was. It is absolutely. <laughs> He's such incredible. a good coach, he though, Andy Reid. Yeah, he is, and that. But that Henny interception was awful. Yeah, it was. It was just so bad. Uh, and then, of course, you have the. Big games from Hill and Kelsey. I mean, you, you know exactly what you're going to get out of those guys. It's plays like Henny's that really. It was just like he was throwing on. the ball downfield for the fun of it, though, on that one pick. Yeah. Like, it, there was no point in doing that, and then it wasn't even close. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the meme. It's like uh, Kyler Murray on the uh, Hill Murray. It was D-hops down there yeah, somewhere. yeah. It it's it seemed exactly like that, but regardless, Baker Baker awesome season. I I hate to say that because I really do not like Baker, but I'll I'll give it to him though. And they're gonna no, be the back Browns next are year. legit. They're, I think I think they yeah. proved everyone to everyone that they're a good team. Yeah, I think if they if they could just like stay consistent for an entire sixteen game season, which they struggled with early on. Yeah. That's gonna help them tremendously. Like that loss to the Jets was brutal. Yeah, that can't happen. Yeah, exactly. And uh, then wrapping up the divisional round, we had two greats going at it Sunday night. Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Tom Brady pulled it out, thirty to twenty, as Tampa moves on. Um, this, this was surprising. I did not see that happening, but I guess when Drew Brees throws three well, picks, I just think one was not his fault at all. Another one was like 
if, no. if Beef was his fault. The, the last one that Jared Cook was not yeah. his fault at all. Um, Jared Cook fumbled earlier. Yeah. That was also not the 38, however old he is. Not his proudest moment. But it pains me to say this. You guys aren't going to like me for saying this, but Drew Brees, is, he's got to be done. Dude, yeah. I, I, I'm, done. I was thinking – I was about to think about this. If he doesn't get the rib injury, he plays another year. Because going like from the before the rib injury till after, you could just tell how much of a different quarterback he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, honestly, this is like no disrespect to him. I think he's an obvious Hall of Famer, and he was First he out. like set the record for passing yards uh, two years ago or whatever it was. I truly think if he was to come back to the Saints team, and it was like. From training camp, like from the start of training camp, blank slate. I don't think that he would win the starting job over Winston. I, I, I don't think that he. Uh, I think deserves he still at the this level job. that he's playing at to win that starting we'll job. See. Uh, I hate to see is like the past four years though. Like they've gotten screwed in the playoffs, or one time by the refs, another time by a stupid DB. How they lose last year? Mm-hmm. Then they go. Didn't they go thirteen and three last year and losing a wild card? Uh, I need to check that actually. He, he, he's averaging three point nine yards per. Yeah, they went thirteen game. and three, then lost in the wild card game. That's t- how did, I forgot. Who did they lose to? <laughs> um, they lost to the. Was it the Titans? Uh, no, the Titans are in AFC. Oh yeah, that's what I'm. My bad, my bad. Um. <laughs> Well, anyways, there. I I hate to keep like bashing on like rules the rules in the NFL, but in OT. Oof, Captain Kirk. I I hate to keep bashing on the rules, but again, we have discussed this before. I think that Godwin, that deep ball of Godwin, is a touchdown. I think the rule that you need to, when you are in the end zone, you can get two feet down have total possession, and it not be a touchdown, I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, because that's – that's. I mean, if you can dive into the end zone, have the ball cross for, like, a fraction of a second and then drop it and it be a touchdown, I don't understand why having two feet down and then losing possession for a little bit's not. Yeah, and we saw it earlier with uh, the Chargers and – Mike Williams, like, way, way earlier in the season. I just think that, like, he has possession and he has two feet. That's a catch. I, yeah, I, I, it, the play should be over after that. Yeah, I, I don't really understand. And then Brady Brady did look good, I'll admit that, but there were a couple balls that were just – should have been touchdowns or should have been big plays that were slightly, slightly overthrown. The one on third down to Gronk. First possession of the game, he overthrew two to Gronk, two to Gronk, and then that, and then the one in the end zone. That yeah. that one, um, the slant to Gronk in the end, like like you just said, uh, and then that deep ball to Godwin. I just think like all of these balls, you. I think if you're going to beat the Packers, I think you need to capitalize on those. I, I don't think that you can be making mistakes like that. Yeah. And then, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just adding on that. Go ahead. And then last thing I want to say is Tampa is stupid for letting up that touchdown, the same Bears play. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of funny. That if that defensive coordinator, in my opinion, should be ashamed of himself. What? Why in the world else is Winston in that game? Yeah. If if it's just going to be a wildcat. In a run, you're not gonna take, you're not gonna like, go through the trouble of taking Breeze out, but to put Winston in and then line him up and you know exactly what's coming, just made me mad that Wims couldn't catch the ball. Honestly, well, yeah, we all had to see the side by side videos mm-hmm. of Wims dropping the ball again all over social media. And then, sorry, last thing about this game, uh. Block in the back that that punt returner Deontay Harris he's a ball. Oh, that first that of sucks. All. Yeah. That well, the punt coverage the is awful because he yeah. had two big punt returns in a yeah. row. Um, 
so that that first one he got he got tripped like he was trying to evade the punter I think and he just got tripped up by um, somebody coming from behind and then the second one I think I mean obviously the course of the game is just extremely like altered mm-hmm. assuming that doesn't happen but I think honestly I think the outcomes of these games set us up perfectly for um, yeah. AFC NFC championship. So we are going to do picks now. NFC Championship, Packers versus Bucks. I think the Packers are kind of going to run away with this one. I hate to say it, but it's true. Packers. I do not like Tom Brady. I think he's a system QB, but I don't know how you can go against him in the playoffs. Because he's facing Aaron Rodgers in the cold. And he's been in the warm for the year, past year. He 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 played, well, but he, he played, he played in New England for twenty years, twenty years. Or however long. Yeah. So I I don't think that should be any issue. By the way, we are all five and two for a seven fourteen win percentage all across the board. Better start for me than I could have ever envisioned. <laughs> I um, mean, that's a, we all eliminated the previous week. That was awful. Oh. We were all under 500 for that <laughs> we all, week. I think we all just picked, we picked, we picked so many basketball games that day that it didn't, I think it was stupid. I think we took, I think we took like yeah, 10. Yeah. And we had a bunch of unanimous <laughs> yeah. ones, which kind of makes it boring. Cause it's like, if we're all right, it doesn't really matter. If mm-hmm. we're all wrong, it sucks. And then AFC championship chiefs bills. And let's, let's keep, the status of Patrick Mahomes uncertain. So, no. Are, are we able to change no. it? If I would say no. Bills. Okay, that's fine with me. I was going with the Bills. I've been a Bills fan. Jake. I told you guys this this year. I picked the Bills. Yeah, you did. You pick a team. I was early in the Josh Allen MVP thing. That's true. But... That's true. Uh, I like the Chiefs. I think, like I said earlier, I think there's no shot that – Mahomes doesn't play. And but if he does, is he going to be 100%? No, That's my no only chance. question. They're no, gonna, they're, it's going to be like Justin Fields. They're going to stay 100%, but he's not. Yeah, and I mean, he's going to be paranoid about it the whole game. He's going to be worried about getting hit again, being taken out of that game. But it's it's Patrick Mahomes, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thing, but... like, as he went down, his brother was making a TikTok. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And keep in mind, too, also about the Chiefs. Let's say Mahomes is not 100%, which I obviously going to hurt them uh, a whole lot. But Darrell Williams should have been the Super Bowl MVP last year. And with Edwards Hilaire out, who knows? Maybe we'll see another, another big game. Uh, and then let's wrap up NFL with a little bit of Bears talk. Does anybody have anything that they would like to say? Why are Nagy and Pace still here? That's all I want to say. And then what do you guys think about Deshaun Watson? It's a hope and a dream. Yeah, I think it's a long shot. And I'm now coming to believe that the best thing for this team is to draft a QB. I don't think picking up somebody in free agency, I don't Stafford, think that's there's only one we the greatest thing. That would be good. So what made you change your mind, Charlie? I just keeping in mind like the QB market and but then but then you also do need to like going kind of playing devil's advocate on my own point, Pace's success in drafting QBs. He's only off for not one. good. Oh for one. When you're drafting a QB, that's With a not great. Big yeah. swing and a mess. But I just think that, like, starting fresh, and even if they bring, like, Jameis Winston in for a year, keep Mitch for a year, um, whatever they decide to do for next year, and let's say they draft. But, but again, the issue is outside of the top four, who do you really want? Well, Kyle Trask. Who's in your top four? Kyle Trask, yeah. Wilson. Wilson, uh, Lawrence, Fields, and Trey Lance. Yeah, so it's Kyle Trask. 
Yeah, so Trask would be. I the would. Next I would gladly option. take Kyle Trask. Is he going to be on the board? You think? What we? What's our pick? Uh that's nineteen that's or twenty. I maybe. So. I think it's twenty. You might have to trade up. For that. I do. No, that's the last thing we should do. I, I don't. Why trade up for and give up picks? I don't know. So you go. We only have one first round pick. Do we have a second round pick? Yeah, we have a lot of picks this year. Yeah. So then you just stack up the O line. I guess. I think. I'm not. That's I. In my opinion, the worst pick with the 20th pick would be Mac Jones. No disrespect, Sam. No, I don't. And I, you, I, you know, it's sad. That. I don't the Bears think his... are probably gonna take Mac Jones. He, I just don't think he's going to translate to the NFL very well. Doesn't he have, like, did we, anger did we talk about it? I don't know about that, but I don't know. He's always smiling when I Yeah, that's true. Like, well, he's also in Bama. Yeah, didn't we talk about him being compared to A.J. McCarron last week? Yeah. They're still saying the Bears yeah. are getting out of tackle. I wouldn't mind that, but then, like, next year, or you need to draft a Q, you need or to you trade off. Stafford. How like, old is 31, Matt Stafford? Like, 32. He's, injury, he's injury he's prone. Because and... the Lions are terrible. The Lions are so bad. That doesn't count out the fact that he's injury prone. Yes, because he's hit every play. I'm telling you, dude. If we got Matt Stafford, we can win a Super Bowl. That's, uh, a that, that's a really hot no, take. I think that's a little too hot for my life. Yeah, he's only 32, it, so he's got five years left. Here's, here's the thing. In, in recent memory, defensive-oriented teams, which I would, I would consider the Bears 100% a defense-oriented team, do not have a ton of success. You take the 49ers last year. They, obviously, they had success. Couldn't win the Super Bowl. The Steelers this year, I would hardly consider that success, what the Steelers did. Regular the, season success somewhat, but past that, it doesn't really matter. Exactly. The Dolphins this year, I think that's a little bit of a different I want Fitzpatrick <laughs> But, oh, also, wh- what do you guys think the Dolphins should do? Draft a QB. Q- QB-wise. I don't think two is an option. Really? So you're, you're not even going to let – to uh, get a shot, or let no, him like maybe warm even, up to the NFL. Maybe maybe even sign a veteran and let to uh, develop or play again. Like I don't know, maybe I, I don't know. I mean, Taylor isn't bad. I think he does need more time to develop. What what is their pick though? I mean, they, he, here's the thing though: they were ten and six. Yeah, yeah but they were I mean, bad. They, they were snubbed. They were they, snubbed from Ryan the Fitzpatrick. Got a lot of those wins. Yeah, I, th- I think I think he came in and uh, saved Tua out of two of those, but and then and then obviously he started earlier in the season. But I think it's too early to move on. You you spend the fifth, pick I guess, yeah, on what you think is he's not as bad as QB Josh and... Rosen. Yeah, obviously, is is he on the Niners practice squad or something? I don't know. I don't even know either. Who's the projected fifth overall pick? I think they're going with – I don't know what they're going with. That – I think – so, pass catchers in this draft, who do you guys think is the best? Smith. Yeah, it's got to be Devontae Smith. Best route runner, best hands. I mean – Yeah, but you think about before Waddle was injured. If you win the Heisman, he, you're, he was, if you're win the Heisman as a receiver, you're the best receiver in the draft. No questions about it. Yeah, I mean, with Waddle there, he's still a great receiver. I don't know that he gets as much attention. But, like, just because Waddle got hurt didn't add talent to him. It just added reps. Yeah. If that, like, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. I've actually seen a fair amount of mock drafts where Chase is the first. Jamar Chase is the first receiver off the board. Yeah, that I don't know. I mean, you can't really you base can off his way. stats this year, though, because he had Joe Burrow last year. And then who was their quarterback this year? Yeah. I couldn't even tell you. Miles I Brennan. can tell you what yeah. he looks like, yeah. He wasn't great. 
Well, didn't they have two? Yeah, I think Brennan got benched towards the end of the year. And then you also you also need to think about Kyle Pitts from Florida. Yeah. He was – Well, as, as a tight end, yeah. But he's kind of like a hybrid. You can, you can play him at either place. Almost. He, he reminds yeah. me of Waddle. Uh, or, or, sorry, not Waddle. Waller a little bit. Like the I, – I, I view Waller as like – well, obviously in the NFL, I've said this so many times, but it's Kittle Kelsey versus the rest. And mm-hmm. Waller is kind of peering in on the outside, I feel like. I feel like he is very, very athletic. He runs hard. He can go up and get it. I think Kyle Pitts is just that type of guy. He was dealing with some injuries, though, at the end of the season, right? Well, they're yeah. saying Devontae well, Smith is going to go to the Eagles at six. So then who's going to – Well, they're saying – In, in this mock draft, they're saying first four picks are Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, Jones. Jones? Mac Jones? Yeah, to the Falcons. No way. That is, there's n- – no way. Wow. Actually, that would make sense for the Falcons, kind of. Yeah. The Falcons do have a I mean, then you know. I feel like that... that's, not, that's not stupid because you maybe get one more year in on Mac, Matt Ryan. You let him develop and just take over. But you're going to take Jones over Trey Lance? Yeah. Really? I mean, it's NDSU versus a Bama quarterback who won the Nash- Natty Champ. Yeah. That is true. NDSU, NDSU QB, off the top of my head, Carson Wentz has not had success. They're saying he might stay, though, which I don't understand. Yeah, Peterson. Peterson's yeah. re-keeping re, his job kind of propelled Wait, his he, probability he of fire? staying. Or, no, the, he, I, I would consider his job, it was in jeopardy after this year, but he, he uh, somehow kept it. I thought he got fired. Yeah, he, hey, he got, got fired. fired. What? Like really? last week. Last yeah, week. Like what? Yeah, he's fired. I swear <laughs> that they could have said that they were hanging on to him, and that's the reason that. No, they they're hanging on to him because Doug Peterson yeah, got fired. It was either they were theory. keeping Peterson ah. or getting rid of. Um... You guys are right. I'm tripping. Yeah. All right, that's gonna wrap it up for the NFL talk. Um. College hoops. There's been, there's been. I think college hoop season. It hasn't really been as exciting as last year, in terms of number one teams going down. Gonzaga is uh, good. But Gonzaga. It's still, it's still exciting. Yeah. Though. Yeah, like, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. We see. I would say three or four top twenty-five teams go down each week, if not more. I think that's. I mean, uh, we saw. I think we saw three on Saturday, go down three upsets. Yeah, uh, U- or, uh, UConn lost yesterday. Um, who else? There lost? were a couple big losses on Saturday. Um, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, and and uh, I've been following it a little bit on Twitter. They're like the numbers fluctuating between like 94 and 92% of teams aren't really having issues at any given moment. Then uh, yeah, Creighton COVID. lost the Butler. We had, there were four top 25 teams. So Miami beat Louisville. Louisville was ranked 16th. Ohio state beat Illinois. That's not, and it sucks. Yeah. That's not a bad loss for, I mean, it sucks for Illinois, but it's not yeah. like a terrible loss. Virginia beat Clemson. That was another ranked versus ranked. Uh, Minnesota blew out Michigan after Michigan um, hammered Wisconsin Butler earlier beat in the week. You, uh, Creighton. Oh, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. Creighton, um, they have a big game coming up soon. They play Nova soon. They yeah. play uh, UConn on Saturday. Oh yeah, that'll be, yeah. That's yeah, that's what I was looking at. That'll be a good one. I, the, uh, the upset that stuck out to me the most was Minnesota over Michigan. Michigan seems so unstoppable. Yeah, especially after the Wisconsin game, like they beat the number. I think Wisconsin was nine at the time, mm-hmm. nine or ten. Yep, they beat them by twenty points easily and had them down thirty six at one point. I think that number is correct, but somewhere around there. Yeah. So, like, you beat the number 10, number 9 team in the nation like that, 
I mean, you're set. But then they played awful against Minnesota, and I don't know if it was just kind of like a big win hangover kind of thing or if they were kind of flashing their true colors. I don't know. I think it's it's the the big men on Michigan are really, really carrying them. Uh, Mo Wagner's younger mm-hmm. brother, and then Hunter Dickinson, who I think is uh, like in the player of the year running right now. I mean, I think it's Luca Garza and then everyone else. You think you're taking Garza over uh, Jared Butler on Baylor? Yeah. Okay. It's one and two right there. You could go either way, but I think Garza's got it. I think uh, – I think I – The w- only reason I would give it to Butler is because they're undefeated. Yeah. And number, and number two. I just – I can't wrap my head around giving it to uh, – or I'm I'm not the biggest Iowa – Supporters. Exactly. Neither am I, but like he's kind of yeah. Dom- he's dominated the big and ten. Here's here's the thing about him too. I might have said this last week. I don't exactly remember. He is not going to get drafted very high. No, he's going to be. He could win the player of the year and not get drafted in the top five. Exactly. And I I, I haven't really kept up with twenty twenty one or uh, sorry twenty twenty two twenty twenty one. Uh, NBA mock drafts, but I haven't seen him very high in any of them. Yeah, me too. I just think it's – it doesn't really it, – it, it makes sense because I, I, I don't see how his game is really going to translate that well. But when he's averaging 26.8 points a game or whatever it is, it's it's still six out and it's still surprising. Um, it's the first time that North Carolina, Duke, and Kentucky – have not been in the top 25 since 1961. Jesus. That's just, that kind of proves what starting five freshmen does. You don't give them any time to develop. They just go straight to the NBA. Yeah, exactly. And Duke, it's like, they, they obviously, they have one of the best coaches they have. Uh, DJ Stewart, Matthew Hurt, uh, Goldwire, who I think is pretty good. I, I could be wrong, but they they can't like just pull everything together to blow out teams like two and seven Boston College, like they struggled to do a little while ago. It's just it's it's shocking to me. And can Kentucky? I'm seeing some. Mock drafts that don't even have Garza in the first round. Exactly. That's crazy. What, that is nuts. Is the is like a one and two Suggs and Cunningham? Cunningham right now is going to Chicago at the one I'm looking at, which would be great. They've got Jonathan Kaminga, who's in the G League. Okay. I feel like the and then some kid from USC Mobley Evan Mobley yeah. seven foot holy crap yeah that is uh that is pretty wild I feel like like I feel like the game is changing that that's a very cliche statement but the rule that you need to go to college I think is out the window within the next five years yeah like you you mean just going straight to the league straight from. I think so. Baseball and football are similar. Baseball is you can get drafted out of high school, but if you choose to go to college, you have to wait till your junior year. And then football is three years, junior year. Yeah, three years. You're three three years, but uh, yeah, that's what it is for baseball. I was just saying junior year for reference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the NBA or not the NBA, the NCAA, they have they have to do something like that. Because all these one and duns, I mean, if you're a fan for a big school like Kentucky, like North Carolina, like Duke, you don't even know who your team is anymore. You know them for a couple months and then they leave. Yeah, yeah. you're you're gonna have this off off year once in a while where you don't have the top ten talent, and it's just it's it's gonna be miserable. I I I've yeah. Do feel bad for them, and what we are seeing more and more of—I I can't really think of a whole lot of teams off the top of my head—but the teams that 
have the seniors that have grinded it out for four or five years. They redshirted their freshman year to develop. They've waited their they've waited for their shot, uh, riding the bench for a year or two. The teams with these guys are making it far in March. Yeah. Like like Loyola. Well, I mean, if you take a look at Illinois, Loyola. if you take a well, yeah, Loyola was a good example mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Um, Illinois this year, they've got Io who decided to come back. Yep, they've got they had a bunch of guys that decided to come back because they didn't get to finish what they started last year. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I think that's why a lot of people are saying that they're going to be one of the best tournament teams. Not not necessarily the best. Like as long as they make a tournament, they can make a run. I, I think I think they're going to no make the tournament, and, and that's something crazy happens. They're making the tournament, yeah. I think I think they're still my pick to win it all, Illinois. Illinois, my only issue would be experience in the tournament. Yeah, but I mean, and I mean, even in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, well, like, I mean, I think the Big Ten tournament tournament's going to show who, who Illinois really is. Yeah, because they've struggled against some teams. Like I know Ohio State is good. But I think they should have beat them. They, they um, it was it was a pretty close game. Yeah, they they were just but, climbing back from too much at half. I think they were down yeah. twelve or something at half, or maybe even more. I don't even know. And I mean, they've got some big games coming up at the end of January. Mm-hmm. They've got Iowa, um, Michigan State, who I know isn't ranked, but they're. Good. But I mean, that's still that that's still a very solid competitor. And then they've got Michigan or Wisconsin, Michigan, Northwestern, Minnesota in four games. So Northwestern, that should be a gimme win. But then they've got Wisconsin, who's ranked 10, 7 Michigan, and 17 Minnesota, three out of four games. Yeah, they got to pull up at least two of those. And that's kind of going to like the middle of February. Yeah. And if if you look at some of their losses, like you're losing to like – Mizzou, Ohio State. Well, Mizzou's ranked now. Yeah, Mizzou is ranked now, but they were not. And I mean, that's a, that's always a right. That's a rivalry game, though. So mm-hmm. that's more than just yeah, like, the border. That's yeah. pride on the line. Mm-hmm. And Baylor's not a bad loss. No, not at all. Maryland, Maryland's a not a. That's a tough not a loss. Good loss. Yeah. Rutgers isn't awful. I mean, if you look at their losses, Mizzou was three points. Rutgers was three points. They Maryland they won, was three they points. Blow, they'd one blowout. Um, they haven't been. No, blown out. I thought, I thought or I guess the the Baylor, the Baylor game, but that that was close at halftime. Then they just kind of wore yeah. them down. The second half, um, that would be their only big loss, I guess. But I mean, you got to beat the teams like Maryland and even Rutgers. They should have pulled that one out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, one more thing, um, just about uh, college basketball. I think Oklahoma State, this is pretty random. I think they definitely, definitely, without a doubt, deserve to be ranked. They they just beat Kansas. Kansas is on a, on a skid right now. They're 10-3, and three and they're still the 16, they're number 16 in the nation. I think that's a little... Yeah, I... I think they're over flawed, but um, they beat Texas Tech and OT. They lost to uh, a very, very good Texas team by three, and then they're taking care of business um, in their uh, non-conference games early in the year. I just think that to not yeah. see them not in the rankings, I, I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense. Well, you've got teams like UConn and St. Louis who have played eight games and are both in the top twenty-five. And I just don't think – who is St. Louis beat? No one. Uh, I think the better no, question is who they, they haven't, lost. They haven't beat. They lost to Minnesota. They lost to yeah. Minnesota. But, I mean, they're winning. When it's just showing – they beat LSU. That's an SEC school, but not really known basketball, for basketball. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I'm just looking at the abbreviations of who they're beating, and I couldn't even tell you who they are. Other than NC State and Indiana State. Well, they're in like the um, – they're in the Midwest. I think they're in the Missouri Valley now. Um, St. Louis? Yeah. Might be Atlantic. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're in the Valley. No. Nah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Atlantic. No, yeah, yeah, it is Atlantic. Wasn't Vermont yeah. in the They play a bunch of 
Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure either. And y- UConn, they took a massive, massive hit too. Uh, Book Knight is out indefinitely, I believe. Um, and he he was their leading scorer. And, and obviously UConn, like, they had such high expectations in the Big East coming into this year. Like, they, they were projected yeah, to be he, at the top. Yeah, he is sidelined indefinitely. They, they were projected to be at the top with Nova and Creighton. And talk about a team that's been destroyed by COVID, Nova. Yeah. Yeah, that, they've had a bunch of games canceled. They're, they've only played nine games. Yeah, I, I, they haven't played and That's going to kill them down the stretch. The 23rd of December. So, Against Marquette. Yeah. So when when you look at teams like that, it's unfortunate. Like the committee is going to favor the teams that have uh, one loss. Let let's say like Nova finishes with like four losses, whatever. They're going to prioritize the teams that have played more games and that they've seen more of than yeah a team like Nova who had six of their Big East games canceled. It's I I don't know if I agree with that or not. If Nova finishes with four losses, I don't know how – I don't know. They're not going to get a great seed with four losses because how many games do they have left on the schedule? Oh, let me check here. They they still have about – They they can't have many. games or so. Keep, keep in mind, it, it conference play goes into the first week of March, and then you do have the tourney. So there yeah. is still – But they wouldn't be playing a whole lot of people. They they would have UConn. Creighton, Creighton twice, Creighton, yeah. And then UConn. Do you know what they do about those missed conference games? No. There's no space in the schedule to, like, reschedule them. So I don't know what they would do. Yeah. I I, I don't consider Nova, like, a bigger threat to Gonzaga and Baylor than I do. I think Illinois is a bigger threat to Gonzaga and Baylor than Nova is, personally. But... We'll see you come tourney time. Uh, let's do some picks. This Saturday, UConn and Creighton. We talked about this earlier a little bit. I'm going to take Creighton. There's a bunch of good games this Saturday. I think uh, I think I like Creighton as well. Um, and then Ohio State, Wisconsin. Give me Ohio State. Ohio State's consistent. Uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin bounce back. I think Wisconsin Wisconsin's. Yeah, they're not. I'm not sold on them. I like Wisconsin too. They, Wisconsin's starting lineups older than on average. The Bulls' starting lineup. Did you guys see that? That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's like that's, cra- that, that's one of the examples of the teams where like the six year seniors and stuff. Yeah, like Sam Decker back yeah. in the day. They've always been able to yeah. do that. Keep their keep their guys. Mm-hmm. Bronson, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bronson Koenig, and all those guys. Uh, Mizzou versus Tennessee. Um, I'm wearing a Tennessee hat, so I'll go Tennessee. I, I don't know mm. much about this game. <laughs> yeah. Did you visit there? Yeah, it's that's nice. Um I'll go with I'll go with Mizzou here. I like Tennessee. Just because I, I Oh yeah, you're I a band fan. Well your Crimson Tide just beat them. Not too yeah. long ago. Hey, they're number one in the SEC. <laughs> are, are we talking tourney team? Definitely. What are they they're what are they ranked I, right now? I don't, I don't think, think they, they are ranked, ranked unfortunately. Yeah, they are. Oh, 18. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I had no idea that they would be. <laughs> I mean, LSU is number two. They're LSU's number one in the SEC. Two, what are you talking about? Their losses. But, but, Stanford, Kentucky. Stanford and yeah, Western I mean, like, Kentucky. Yeah, they don't have a whole lot of competition. Uh, uh, L- I mean, LSU we're dominating number, all sports. Right I had no idea that they would be I mean, top. They're, we, we all know they're not great at basketball. Yeah, that's true. Where yeah. I Auburn Auburn lost a lot of guys after last the last two years. Last year was solid. their chance to make a run, and then they've really fallen off this year. Yeah, I know. They were the last um, undefeated team last year. Texas Tech, West Virginia, and then 
Mountaineers, baby. I think I that's pick them every game Sunday. Lose. Yeah, you do, Jake. I was just going to point that out, actually. You uh, picked Taylor, them for yeah. an upset a little <laughs> while ago and like got 20. destroyed. <laughs> uh, I like Texas Tech. Mm, Texas Tech just beat Texas, who is number four in the nation. I'll go with Texas and Tech Mac here. And a Mac McClung step back deep, too. Foot on the line. Yeah. That, was, that was impressive. That was a fun game. Yeah. Um, we're going to move on. NBA. Obviously, we had the massive, massive uh, news. Tuesday or Wednesday? Yeah. I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, wait. No, no. No, it was Wednesday. My bad. Uh, it's all good. Um, James Harden to the Nets. If you ask me, this is the softest move I could have imagined. What do you mean by that, the softest move? like Joining KD and Kyrie instead of grinding it out. Like like creating a, and, okay, like a super team, you mean. creating, like, this supposed bad blood between him and the Rockets. Um, kind of disrespecting the Rockets' front office in a way when they traded for John Wall, who they thought that they were going to get the best out of, um, to kind of surround him. And then signing. Honestly, I don't. As well. I don't think the Rockets lost. I just think by any means either. Harden. Uh, I was. I was just yeah, pulling dude, up got what they got in return. Actually, um, uh, Jared Allen's been playing really good. Oh wait, no, he's going to Cleveland. My bad. Wait. I just find it comical. He was saying all that about oh, yeah. the front office and all that. And then on Twitter, the day is, is – it's all, like – it's just a cover. Like, he thanked them. He was like, Houston forever. And it's just, like, you don't mean any of that. I just think – And it's just kind of it, – it's comical. I, I just I, – I really – I do think it's a soft move. I think instead of, like, grinding it out – well, obviously, you're, you want a ring and you want the money. But I would rather have – guys that grind it out, for example, Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum in Portland, and maybe not have the best success in the playoffs. I have more respect for them than I do for KD when he joined the Warriors in 16 or whatever it was, and James Harden yeah, when he joined the Nets right now. But if you're a player, look at it from their perspective. Especially if you're a player like them. You want the ring. Like, Yeah. That's at the, That's all you want. Yeah. You want the ring, and I think that was his best Watch move. Houston he wasn't going to get one. He'd be Houston. so pissed. They, I don't think they will, but that would be funny. So, what do you oh, what do you guys think uh, about? I think he had a the weight he has lost. No. So, all right, dude, like you seriously? Do. No, c- c- that that was like rapid. Like, seeing him in the Rockets baby blue and then seeing him in the gray. Yeah. Well, even just warming up in the all exactly. black. They, they put a side-by-side. Side it was himself. like, it was crazy how. Yeah. But you don't lose that kind of weight That's, in There's got to be days. something up there. Three days. That doesn't happen. I, I, I don't I understand. Mean, I, I just don't know how that happens. And he's still not where he was a couple of years ago when it comes to like yeah. his Performer. peak physical yeah. uh, condition performance. Yeah, but like that's yeah. significant weight loss in three days. There's, that's fishy. I just I, I I don't really see like an explanation really at all. I mean, I don't know how realistic. The fat suit is. Yeah, I, I think he was like, joking. I, I, how do you? How do you? How do? You, I know it's, but it's like, how do you play in that? It's James Harden. Or I don't how know. would you? I mean, I know it's a joke, but like, yeah, he's a clown. I don't even know. Well, he, okay, Houston has. I think they got. Correct me if I'm wrong. They got, uh, yeah, first round picks, um, pick swaps for four years, which. Is that like if yeah. their pick is higher than yours, then you could switch? Yeah. And then they also 
Landon Victor Oladipo, uh, and Dante Exum. A lot of people forget the Cavs were in, in on this that's three-way like the, thing. Mm-hmm. So the Cavs sent. Who did the Cavs send? Uh, Radionis Karuches. I'm 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 not sure how to say his name. I I would assume it's him. Yeah, Jared picks, Allen's playing really good. And then good they right got now. Allen. Or he was in the Nets. Yeah, and then where, where I believe so. Is Lavert yeah. going to Cleveland too? I think the Nets got four first round. Yeah, they got James one Harden from saved Cleveland life. and three from Houston. Or Houston did three from the Nets, one from Cleveland. I think I think you are correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. So, do yeah. you guys agree with me that's a soft move or no? I'm, I'm, I'm actually curious. I do. Yeah, yeah, Jake here. They have two top ten films. They yeah. can turn into some talent. They, they're going to be dangerous. Um, I don't personally. I don't think I, mean, I give Nets them maybe succeed. two or three years, and then they're done. Like you, do, do you think that they are the yes. number one contender? They're, they're right now? Fa- from from a betting perspective, I think they're favorite. No, I don't now. think that really? they are the Nets. But will will they? Deep but down, like deep down, I mean, like I'm your opinion. The Clippers, so yeah, who's who's Lakers? Nets, who do you think Clippers, is going to win? Warriors, like that's about it. I don't think the East really has. The really, play, the, really, the, the Warriors is too good, dude. That is true. I I yeah, just don't I know if they can compete um, without Clay. Yeah, I, I mean the Mavericks are good too. The Bucks. The Mavericks are good. They, were they haven't really like yeah. been playing great. It seems yeah, like Kristaps has yeah. just been non-existent. Yeah. Well, he, he was injured last year. Keep that in mind. I just I don't think it like this is kind of stolen from social media, but it's not two K where you can just yeah. put all the talent together. It's not and make gonna, sure, it's, like they're not guaranteed confirm that it's gonna work out exactly. And I think uh, obviously like Harden and KD OKC. played together in 2013 yeah. or whatever it was in OKC, but. It's the type of Kyrie that you're going to get. Are you going to get the Kyrie that's going around burning sage before a big game, or are you going to get the yeah. 2016 finals Kyrie? We'll see. He comes back like, Thursday, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And then the NBA has said that they want to vaccinate their players. Um, what do you guys think about that? I mean, we're seeing in college basketball right now, like – all the games are being postponed. I mean, I, I don't with, mind when it, they're traveling all over the country. Also, so like, it's kind of a waste of the vaccines if pro athletes are getting it, like versus like nurses and stuff. Yeah, I think I think it's got to be prioritized to those who actually do need it, and then it can obviously be distributed to pro athletes. But I I think a lot of these guys are, believe it or not, they are. In yeah. a little bit of a bubble again. Th- that would be my guess on what's happening. It's um, he, Ryan Day came out and said it. He didn't hug his daughters for, you know, six months, eight months, whatever it may have been, um, because mm-hmm. he didn't want to get it. And he didn't want to give his team like an unfair shot. So I think that a lot of these guys are dedicated to the game. And and George Hill came out and said, "No, we aren't. We aren't going to do a bubble again." Um, just to destroy our social lives and whatnot. But I think you kind of have to. Well, you could do it for the playoffs, but like you could risk only do that for so long. That stuff. Or there's got to be some like maybe even like just a team mm-hmm. bubble. Like every yeah. team has their own bubble, but I mean, you know. I... But I mean, they're all. Well, that's kind of yeah, like, what it was. You keep the arena no, like well, play, they like, were all in the arenas, same. I guess, but you should make yeah. sure your team's staying in a bubble. You know. No, yeah, they would still be if it's your team. Yeah, if it's your team. Well, I guess home court advantage wouldn't really be a thing, and maybe like so you could. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, or you could even play at neutral sites if there's no fans, and then just have the teams quarantine in 
whatever city they're playing in in separate hotels. Yeah. Which is what the NCAA is doing. Yeah. Uh, Sam, you want to talk about NHL quick? Um, so, yeah, it started up last week. I'm not a Blackhawks fan, but we're in Chicago, so we'll talk about it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're and missing best, their captain, Jonathan Tays. They've been really – yeah, they've been really, yeah. like, hush-hush on Jonathan Tays, though, which is kind of – I think – that's got to be really scary. Well, I heard something. I mean, I I'm not a Blackhawks fan by any. Bad. It's also like not. Yeah, yeah, you're that, that he's done. And at that point, you're not even worried about his career. It's like, yeah, and I mean, that that's just that sucks for the NHL. Yeah, whether you like him or not, he's been years. dominant the last. Yeah, however, I, I yeah, well, 15, yeah. ten, but. But, yeah, that just sucks from every team's point of view from the NHL. Um, So I hope he's okay. And then you mentioned Kirby Doc. He's out. But I wanted to talk about Patrick Kane. So there were – it's not nothing official yet, but there was a Blackhawks insider today saying that he wants out of Chicago. And I think the Blackhawks are willing to trade him out of Chicago. He hasn't said where he wants to go, um, which I've got it on the schedule. It could mean an interdivision trade, which in any sport, that's not really what you like to see because you're just giving away your talent to someone that you're going to play 10 times a year. Or I I think it's eight in the NHL. Um, But, I mean, that's just – it kind of sucks mm-hmm. interdivision trades unless it's your team getting the talent, but that would be yeah he's awful gave us for just the three city rings, of Chicago yeah, three ring or three because your two biggest stars yeah I mean Corey Crawford he he wasn't with the team when he retired but he's he's he gone gone soon uh Taves is out right now yeah uh, uh I think he's on is he still there like. I, I don't know what he's – there's something up with him, I think. I Yeah, yeah I, dude, I couldn't I mean, tell you the, much about their yeah. roster. Too. I just don't watch them. But then Patrick Kane. I mean, Q's gone So too, that's like your three biggest jersey sales. Yeah, so like the names that your average hockey fan or even like non-hockey yeah. fans know aren't there anymore. Which is yeah, um, bad for the sport in your city. I mean, I think the Hawks are still the youngest team in the NHL, I believe, based off, like, average age, which is somewhat good. But they're 0-3. And, they're, I mean, their defense is terrible. I mean, beginning of the season, they didn't have a whole but, lot of time in training camp. Young, young team. I would just let them – I wouldn't be – scared yeah. yet. I mean, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs, but it's not going to be like um, awful. Um, I don't think. No, wait, let me check. Oh, yeah. Um, huge fight this week. You weekend. want to talk about UFC the UFC? 57. McGregor's back. Uh, if he wins this fight versus uh, Dustin Poirier, I don't know how to say it. It's Poirier, I think. Yeah, something like that. Poirier? Um, if he wins this fight, Poirier. he'll have a shot at title whether it be Khabib come back and they go round two or Justin Gaith will take it. We'll see. But I don't think it'll go like round one did. Poirier is a lot better now. I think it, can go, it has a chance to go the distance, and it's 50-50. McGregor, if, if, if McGregor like didn't take the huge break, it, wouldn't have, it would be a lot more one-sided. But he has that win over Cowboy like four months ago. But I still think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Mm-hmm. Wasn't two, it like a minute thirty? Yeah, two minutes. Fight lasted the first time. Yeah, yeah. That's that's crazy. Uh so is who's moving? Is no, somebody so moving Khabib up a class? Must, Khabib, you guys know him. Uh, he retired, but he's the champ. He retired as the champion. So, and then, but now there's speculation that if McGregor wins this fight, he'll come back because 
he hates McGregor with a passion and like beat the crap out of him their first fight. And but now, um, since he's retired, to beat Justin Gaeth, so it'd be interesting to see if Connor wins. Who will who will he will fight for Jagger's belt back? All right, that's it. Yeah, post show. All right, uh, we're gonna finish up with our trivia of the week. This is uh this is a little bit different than our normal trivia. Let's just say that. You guys are each gonna give a guess. All right. Okay. Who has the or sorry, what is the record for the most strokes on a par four hole in golf 12. by a professional effort? Is it more or less than twelve? You gotta, you gotta give a guess. I would say I, I'll go seventeen. All right, Sam, take the cake. It was sixteen by Ke- yeah, Are you Kevin serious? Na wow. in two thousand and eleven in Texas. That is a that's a long haul for a professional. That's embarrassing. Golfer. Uh, thank you all for listening to the Tuesday Night Power Hour. My name is Charlie Grafenkamp, your host, and along with me today, Jake Zulanis. Sam Vineyard. And thank you.